What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? And why the fuck is my mic? It's bringing down nice a little bit. Okay. So, I'm going to do this episode of the podcast in video format. This will be on my audio format, which I'm on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Those are like three three the three main uh platforms that i'm on you want to hear me rant or talk shit or sis i don't know ramble name the name of this podcast is called what's to talk about with Dre james where i talk about the general the general roller general stuff <laughs> oh man so let's get it cracking i'm gonna talk about wrestling news What's going on with WWE? Of what I've seen on the highlights on YouTube, and what I basically watched uh, AEW. I'm an AEW advocate because I like AEW more than WWE because WWE don't insult my intelligence when I watch the show. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway. How y'all doing today? Saturday. It's 8 o'clock in the evening, at night, whatever. Um, This is what basically what boils down to why I stopped watching WWE. Um, It's just gotten phony. And I know wrestling, is, I, it's not fake, okay? <laughs> the, the outcomes is predetermined or whatever. I'm not saying wrestling is fake because when you take a bump in that ring, you actually feel it. If you haven't, I haven't, um, what's the world looking for? Um, I haven't been privileged on knowing what that feel like, but I bet it hurt like hell. That shit ain't fake. You like DDP said, um, you can't fake gravity. Alright, so why I stopped watching WWE. Oh, side note, see all them clothes behind me. I'm I'm actually cleaning out my closet. I didn't know I didn't have that much fucking clothes in my closet. Anyway, that's that's the thing. Don't worry about it. What's behind me? Don't worry about it. Anyway, I stopped watching WWE because you have an old ass man who goes by the name of Vince McMahon thinking that he knows what's hot in 2021. Yeah, he changed up what NXT is. And he thinking it's all right. I watched the first episode of NXT. I thought it was bullshit. It's just a colorful romper room-esque type show that heavily influenced rap music 
That's it. It's just a watered down version of NXT. Of hey, I knew NXT was gonna fall because by the end of the black and gold brand progressing, it it started to become watered down a little bit. Well, actually, it started to become watered down a lot, and I stopped watching NXT. I would per I, I would purposely or I just forget that it comes on Tuesdays, but. <clears throat> The way that WWE do their storylines, I can't get. I, I I just can't. I'm not I'm not able to motivate myself to care. That's how sucky the storylines are with WWE. The accident of the ring is awesome. Let me let me tell you that the accident of the ring is is awesome. And I'm not faulting the wrestlers because at the end of the day, this is following orders, you know. So you can't get, I can't become too frustrated about that part, but I will become frustrated about management leading the pack. They're, They're the ones that's delegating the orders. Of what the show supposed to feel like, supposed to look like, supposed to have this certain structure that you know uh, they want the show uh, to be produced. So like they lack to to create more stars. I swear, WWE needs more than one star. Like on SmackDown, only like big star they have is Roman Reigns. Because Roman Reigns has carried SmackDown since they moved to Friday nights. Well, since the Fox deal. I'm not sure. They were still on for, on what the hell. That's all they have is Roman Reigns. You have, you know, Seth Rollins, but he's taking a back seat into a smaller supporting role. But, you know, SmackDown got one fucking star. That's Roman Reigns. He's been phenomenal in his role. Him, Paul Heyman, the Usos, everything has been great on that end. But that's all you have. Now, on Raw... You can have a big star like Drew McIntyre. Now you got Big E as a WWE champion, uh, Bobby Lashley, but there's no premier big star on the show on Raw. Fact of the matter is this. Excuse me. Um, I can't rot Raw anymore. You know. A part of being is that it's only three hours. That's the main reason why I don't watch Raw anymore. It's, it's just too damn long. And then when I do watch Raw, when I did watch WWE, I end up falling asleep on that third hour. Like, I'll be into it, and I'll be sitting in my chair, reclining back, knocked the fuck out. Knocked out. 
Yeah, you know, I wake up probably, and it'd be like twelve thirty. I I wake up, I'm like, and I look on my TV, and it's like a commercial, and then some move. You know how USA Network always oh, plays a movie after all, or whatever, or one of they sucky ass TV shows they they have on now. I'm like, damn, I just missed the third hour, and I I, I didn't really feel anything. I'm like, okay, time to go to bed. So I get up, go to work. You know, and I just don't know what's the appeal in WWE. I mean, all these fans, which is the majority of the Castle fans, because that's who they chasing, you know, WWE. That's who they chasing is the Castle fans. Um, I think the hardcore fans, the more Nas... No, how you say the word? The more knowledgeable fans either moved on to uh, UFC and AEW. <laughs> but it, it, it is what it is. I, I couldn't tell you who's the premier star on Raw. The storylines on Raw is worse than SmackDown. It's like... Vince McMahon don't care what he produces anymore. This is the senile old man that thinks he knows best because he's been in the game for a while. I swear, Vince McMahon been in the game since, I don't know, um, 1979? Before my time, shit. But... he, He needs to step aside. But I don't think he's going to do that because, you know, how you have certain bosses of businesses when they step aside, they realize how much them is in the company and they are unable to move on. Like that one movie, I don't know if you saw Cadillac Records, but by the end of the movie, Leonard Chess was driving in his car because he says, you know, turn over the reins to uh, really... Mr. Relly, oh, that's Cedric the Entertainer's character in the movie. So, you know, Leonard Chess was driving in his car, and he was looking at his business through his rearview mirror, and his business had a hold on him so much, he died while driving in his car, and he hit another car. I mean, I think that's what's going to happen to Vince if he, like, gives his company to another person. Because he put so much of himself in that company. It's hard for a person like Vince to step away. You know. And plus Vince is a workaholic anyway. And also he don't work well with people. Because <laughs> you see it like in all the reports that you read or whatever about outside people telling him what to do like Fox and USA. And by the end of the day, this man's going to do what he wanted to do anyway. So it doesn't make any sense. USA Network or Fox is telling him what to do. Like having some superstars on the brand of the network or whatever. I mean, that's just a waste of time. Because <laughs> you're not going to sway Vince's to, to change his mind on anything. Once he's focused on something, God damn it, he's going to like follow it through. You know, this just, I don't know. The, the revolving door of 
writers that's been hired and then fired, they don't know it of what Visping Man wants. The only person that know it of what Visping Man wants is is Bruce Pritchard. That's why he's still there. Because he knows it. He knows what Vishman Man wants. And that evidently it sucks. So that's why I stopped watching WWE. AEW on the other hand, I uh, I didn't I started watching AEW when I saw All In. Yeah, yeah, the like the inaugural it wasn't AEW at the time, but it it was the beginning of something. Um, it was something different. It was highly entertaining. I'm a big fan of Cody Rhodes. Um, the dancing Cody Rhodes character where he was in WWE, I kind of like that gimmick more than Stardust. I think everybody did, really. <laughs> Especially when he turned, like, like a maniacal heel when he was putting paper bags on people's heads. <laughs> but uh, the whole dynamic with the Young Bucks, who, who they I think they was called Generation Me when they was wrestling in TNA. They're a big fan of the Young Bucks. I didn't know too much about uh, like Kenny Omega, but I think he was still in Japan when All In was was happening. So it's that whole the dynamic, like, oh man, this is awesome. Like an indie show, sold out an arena, like if there was a major. You know, ordering it. Can't say I can't talk. They sold out an arena like a, a major promotion. That that was awesome. Why? Because they had the star power to attract people. Now AEW, I think, is like the better of the two brands. You know, well, let me revert that. No. AEW is better than WWE because they're promoting pro wrestling. It's more serious. Um, it's it's just an overall likable product of what WWE is producing. They're giving you wrestling, not sports entertainment, and there's a difference between sports entertainment and pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is the athletic. It is the athletic <laughs> It, it's the athleticism. If I'm saying that word right, I'm tired, y'all. I want to listen to ASMR, fucking pass out. Anyway, um, is that is like the sports based action, like holding like like career standings and stuff. Like, oh, this person's like, I don't know, ten and zero or whatever. You know, they put time limits on their matches. That whole realism of athleticism and sport like product. I kind of like that. Um, uh, the the type of storylines I can get in. Oh, but ooh, not really the storylines, but the promos. The promos. I don't know why that's that, that almost slipped my mind. How the wrestlers. The, I'm all for ad libbing. When you're a wrestler, you sitting get fed with no type of scripts. I think the only reason or the only time you used to be fed with a script if you're a rookie. So you get the handle of it, you know? But even in that, 
I don't really, I don't like when I hear that wrestlers has been fed by scripts. Just give them bullet points and coach them on how to structure them bullet points into a long flash promo. You know what I'm saying? The ad-libbing promos, I think, are better than scripts because it's more organic and people can... If the promo is good enough, the people who are behind it of what you're saying is more organic. It makes it real. All right? So that's another reason why I like AEW because they, they give their wrestlers the freedom to improvise and be creative in what they're trying to portray on the mic. All right? And I think that they're working the ring to correspond to what they said on the mic. You know, like, I'm going to beat your ass and stuff. I'm going to win that world champion. And they actually do it. Or, or do you can create a story on your struggle, your fight, try to reach the top of that mountain. Even if you lose, I see that you're backing up your claim in that promo and you're telling a story in the ring and of your your come up is on trying to reach for that imaginary brass ring Vince like to brag about. <laughs> so it's been some nice things about AEW as of late. We got CM Punk. He came back after like nine years. Uh, I believe it's nine years. And and I like how they doing CM Punk now. He's not wrestling every week. He's on commentary. And sometimes he hype up the show. You know, like the first thing that Dynamite aired, I think it was Grand Slam or like the, the go home show to Grand Slam. I think I'm not sure. I forgot. He hyped up the crowd. That's all he needed to do. Walk after that ring. Talk to the people hype up the event and then leave. You know, a person like CM Punk, he's getting older. I think he's like 42 or whatever. He don't need to wrestle every week. He should be a special attraction. Like only once in a while we see him in the ring, you know, wrestling. Um, then you got Brian Danielson. He's using his real name now. I remember I was watching Brian Danielson where he was in Ring of Honor. But I didn't watch uh, Ring of Honor where CM Punk was there because I know CM Punk and Brian Danielson was there at the same time. Now, it's the same, this, the, I think that was the same night when I saw Brian Danielson. There was this there was this wrestler called Tyler Black. That's Seth Rollins, by the way. That's his old moniker in um, Ring of Honor. He was fucking Tyler Black. He was awesome. He still is awesome. But anyway. And then you have who, who, who they brought in. Um, it, it was Christian. He came. Brian Dangerson, CM Punk. I think that was all like recently, you know. But oh man. AEWs make professional wrestling hot as fire and everybody's eating it up too. And it's very refreshing to see professional wrestling come back. And you remember when I said that professional wrestling and sports entertainment are two different entities? Professional wrestling, where I told you, is more athleticism, 
You have oh, over the top or, or not over the top. Um, oh, yeah, over the top and um, for lack of a better word, um, larger than life personalities. You know, but pretty much that athleticism in the ring, that's sports entertainment. I mean, that's pro wrestling. Sports entertainment is more like the spectacle, you know, acting with a smidgen of athleticism in that whole bowl of soup that we watch where we, <laughs> um, uh, uh, when we watch WWE on TV. That's sports entertainment. It's just the, it's just the ambiance uh, of, or excuse me, the caveats of the spectacle of WWE. It was made WWE so good. You know what I'm saying? The pyro, the 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 cheesy acting, the or or even the storytelling in the ring. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know what's going to happen with WWE. It seems like Vince, Bruce Pritzer, and Nick Khan is if they only is worried about making more money and they putting the wrestling on the back burner. They getting lazy with their storyline. Sometimes they, you know, one thing that pissed me off about WWE is like they will push a certain guy. You know that the crowd can, can get behind. And then once they get too over, then they stop that nigga's run. And then it, it, that would be all. And then you have plot holes in the storyline. Like, oh, it's like they, they, they use somebody, they will convey a story and then be so, so much holes in the story. Like, Swiss cheese. I don't, it, it, it don't make any sense. But when it actually comes with, with the wrestling in the ring, it's solid as hell. It's like lopsided. Then you have AEW. Everything fits. Now, when AEW came on TV, I, I will admit, it, it was, some things was kind of goofy where it, it didn't make sense. It, you could tell they was having fun, though, but... It, it, it was like they didn't really become serious until like a year later. I think that's when you know, Tony Khan kind of like, okay, hold on. Let me do all the, 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 the creative baggage of this whole show. And this is not give the EVPs any more, you know, uh, creative juices to flow with. You know, I don't, I don't know what's happening backstage. I, I'm not there. But I don't know. It's just, the the product of AEW has gotten better though. Their their Remus division is phenomenal. I wish WWE Remus division was more solid. Even their tag team divisions is like non-existent. I was watching JD from NY on YouTube two hundred six. Um, how the hell you have a tag team division with only five people? I mean, not five people, but five teams. That's not really a division. I agree with JD. That's not a division. That's more like a stable. <laughs> it's a stable of tag teams. 
Oh, man. But it is what it is. I'm not going to, you know, like, bore you too much. That's the only thing I got to talk about was how I can compare WWE from AEW and how I like AEW more than WWE and, and shit like that. And Oh, man. It, it is what the hell it is. All right, so anyway. There it is. But I think this is episode 17 of What's You Talk About with Dre James. You can follow me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and and um, Anchor. All right. My eyes is getting heavy. I'm going to listen to ASMR on Twitch. And I'm, I'm going to pass out right now because I'm sleepy. <laughs> anyway, peace out.